Ephesians chapter 3, verse 20. Ephesians chapter 3, verse 20 and 21. Would you stand with me for the reading of his word? And it reads as such in our hearing. Now to him who is able to do exceedingly abundantly above all that we ask or think according to the power that works in us. To him be the glory in the church by Christ Jesus to all generations forever and ever. Amen. Amen. Kenny, is that my towel? Is that my towel by you, man? That's your towel. That's your towel? I don't need no towel. Here go my towel. Thank you, man, for finding my towel. Speak faith. Speak faith. Turn to your neighbor and say, speak faith. One part of faith perspective is that you speak faith. You speak faith. As, as I, after I preach the 8 o'clock, sometimes I think the 8 o'clock uh, get, get kind of, uh, they don't get it, they get cheated. Because many times after I get through preaching, God would say something else to me that, that I didn't say at the 8 o'clock. As I was walking back, not only is it speak faith, but watch this. Faith speaks. When you really got faith, faith will rise up and speak through your mouth. <laughs> Father, even now in the mighty name of Jesus, Lord, as I get ready to speak this word, Lord, let it bubble up inside of me. Allow it to come out of my mouth. Speak what Speak what you want them to hear. Allow me to say nothing more, nothing less than what you want them to hear. Lord, so saturate the atmosphere that they will know that it's you by your spirit speaking. Lord, we, please, Lord, increase our faith perspective. Shift our faith paradigm from the youngest to the oldest. Allow them to catch what you are saying. In the mighty name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. Amen. Sister Jefferson, what was the words of that song you just sang? What, what was that? What was the core of that? Made it. Made it. How many can identify with that? Yes. 
I don't think there's no doubt of what he has done. Because we're looking back at where we've been. The problem comes when you haven't arrived yet. See, see, faith perspective is not looking back, but it's having the ability without going through yet to still speak like you already made it and you haven't made it yet. Anybody can talk smack about the past, but can you stand in the midst of your struggles when the devil is talking smack? Can you stand flat-footed and talk smack back? (laughs) When faith speaks, it speaks as though you already know and you'll know. Though you're not there yet, you already know. Faith speaks, it, it, it doesn't rely on your emotions. It doesn't rely on what happened in the past. But based on what God has already done, you look through your current situation. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Through. Not act. Through. When we see David, David is already doing this in 1 Samuel chapter 17. Because David is already asking what they're going to give me when I kill Goliath. You know what he's doing? He's looking through Goliath at the prize on the other side. That, That is faith speaking that you're no longer talking Two are at your problem. You're already proclaiming the victory. Is there anybody in here that is in a situation that God has already promised you the victory? Let me help you. Quit crying. Quit begging. Stand up on your own two feet and start shouting. Because if God has already promised it, then you ought to wait with an expectation that God's going to do it. Because God is not a man that he should lie. Part of us walking in this by faith, part of is that it ought to it ought to be coming out of our speech. I'm not talking about on Sunday morning. I'm talking about Monday morning. When you got to go to that job you don't like. I, I, I'm talking about with that boss or, or going to school. You, you, you got to be able to, to bring God into your situation and expect have an expectation of the power of God in a situation you don't like. 
walk into this room. And when I walked in, the person has passed, and, he, and they are laid out on the living room floor. The strangeness of it is the way the body was laid out. I know that when a person dies in a house, you're not supposed to move the body. You're not supposed to touch the body because the police are coming to see if there's any foul play. So, so as we are waiting for the police to come, I asked the question, I said, has the body been moved? Has the body been moved? They said no. The reason why I asked that because the body was laid out looking up. Not fell forward, but looking up. My thing is, they must have saw something. They must have saw Jesus coming, and they was looking up. And when God took their spirit, they fell back, still looking up. Watch this. They fell in the direction that they was looking. We follow the direction that we speak in. And we are speaking negatively. Our attitude going to be negative. Our outlook going to be negative. Our talk is negative, and we're going to expect everything negative to take place in our life. And God can be blessing you, right, and you don't even see it. Some of us have a negative expectation on the table, and I hate to say this, but I know it's true. When you expect negative, what you think you're going to get? Part of us growing in Christ is, not, listen, not as, as some people teach. They teach that you create with your words. No, 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 no. I'm not speaking my words. I'm speaking his words. Did you know that God right now have enough promises in the Bible that he don't have to create no more promises for your situation? Did you know? That he already spoke in your victory. He's already spoken your deliverance. He already spoke in your peace. So, so, so if I just make it a habit of sending his words back up to him, that, that, that if I just take his word and, and speak it to myself, that's enough to overcome anything. Can, can I break it down a little bit? Here David is, come down to see his brothers in, 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 in 1 Samuel 17. And, and Goliath is talking smack. Look at this. Watch this. Watch this. Watch this. Watch this. Watch this. 17 4, and a champion went out from the cow of the Philistines. Do you think the devil is going to speak to you? You think he's going to make your Christian walk easy? All of us is under attack. 
The only reason why you may not be under attack is because he already got you. But when, but when you know the Lord Jesus Christ, automatically you are on the front lines so you can expect things to go awry. You can expect situations to talk to you. What's, what's this? What's this? He, 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 his height is about nine feet. He got a bronze helmet on his head. He is armed with a coat of mail. The weight of his coat, I didn't translate that, so I can't tell you. His, his bronze armor on his leg and, and bronze javelin, his javelin is about 25 pounds. This boy is armed to the teeth. You would think that would be enough, but then he got an armor bearer standing in front of him, which means that his, just the look of him is imposing. Don't you know the devil specializes in making you fearful through your eyes? You can't trust what you see. Now, what you see may be the fact but that don't make it the truth. And if you just go by what you see in the natural, then you're not trusting in the supernatural. I don't know about you. I believe my God is a supernatural God that can step in any situation and turn things about. So I don't expect to walk in the natural. I'm expecting to walk in the supernatural. Is there anybody here that got an expectation that you're going to walk in the soup? Y'all better listen to me. God has empowered us that he would give us what we believe. It's according to his word, but if we're not believing his word, all of the other Israelites should have been ready to fight. They knew the same God that David knew. They seen the same miracles that he seen. But somehow, what happened in the past did not affect their future for the right now. Can I say that again? If what God has already done is not affecting your future outlet, and then, then, then all we saw was his deeds, and we don't know his ways. All of us been brought through something. All of us have experienced the miracle of God. And if that doesn't get in us to the place where we talk differently, where we have a different perspective, shouldn't anything just steal your joy? Hold on. Should anything upset you? We should get to the place where little stuff don't bother us because we're trusting God to keep. I, I, I wonder, is there anybody in the house blessing highly favored? Listen, are you blessing highly favored? when things ain't going right. Huh? Are you 
blessed and highly favored when trouble hits you in the face? Hold on. Are you blessed and highly favored when they give you a pink slip? Are you blessed and highly favored when your boyfriend breaks up with you, which is probably a good thing, when your girlfriend dumped you? Your outward circumstance should not determine, should not determine your spiritual reality. Listen. You either are or you're not. You have to walk into trouble saying, I'm blessed and highly favored. I don't care what you say about me. You can talk about me. I'm blessed. David is invisible at home. He's nothing at his own house. His brother is talking about him. And nobody believes him. But somehow, David has translated what he's been through at the age of 16. Age has nothing to do with it. It's it's, it's seeing God in your life and saying, Lord, teach me more. I want to know you. God is able to speak to a child. You can't tell me that we ought to wait till we're old and wrinkled to know God. God want to get you when you're young so that he can teach you and use you for great things. Hallelujah. That's why we as a church need to invest into our youth because our youth is going to be the one that turned the world upside down and inside out. David somehow knew that God was with him with the bear, and here Goliath is talking smack. You know what this boy does? Talk smack right back. Is anybody talking smack this morning? But watch this. When you bragging on God, it's not smack. When you bragging on him, it's a two. There's just two things you got to know. You got to know who your God is. And you got to know who you are in him. David at 16 had this confidence that my God got me. And this giant has no right. Watch this. Watch this. Second Corinthians chapter 4, verse, verse 13, reading it from the Message Bible. That we're not keeping this quiet. You know what he's saying? He's saying, I don't care who tries to shut us up, we're going to keep on speaking. Did you hear that? That means even if folks don't want to hear it, tell them the great things that God has done for you. <laughs> hey, hey, keep singing, Terry. Even when they don't want you to sing Jesus, sing him anyway. What's this? What's this? What's this? 
He says, he says, he says, he says, not on your life. He says, I don't care what you do. I can't help myself. Sometimes you got to speak Jesus to yourself. Sometimes people will speak it in front of folks, but I want to know what do you speak Monday evening when you're by yourself, when you don't have an audience? Does, does faith speak when you're by yourself? What is the self-talk that we are doing? Because the reality is we believe that not Sunday morning talk is not what we believe in. Anybody can shout with a choir like this. Oh, y'all don't hear me. The problem is you, take, you can't take them home with you. The problem is when you're depressed, they're not going to show up at your house. Terry coming in with his keyboard. We heard you was depressed. We're coming. I wish. But you got enough in you to speak faith for yourself to encourage yourself to, to allow faith to build you up until, you know, come here. Don't let your feelings pull you around. Who told you you pulled a feel safe? Who told you you pulled a feel good all the time? I'm blessed and highly favored. Thank you for waking me up this morning, Lord. You gave me one more day to bless your name. Lord, I'm going to bless you regardless what my feelings feel like. If I stir it up enough, my feelings are going to run ahead of me. Stir up. Stir up what is in you by your mouth. Your mouth is powerful. And whatever you speak, negatively or positively, that's what you follow. My question is, what's your speech? Do we, are we speaking with an expectation on the table from God? And as long as I have no expectation then God's going to meet me at my no expectation. Watch what he says. He says, just like the psalmist wrote. You know what, he, know what Paul referring to? David. David is called the psalmist of Israel. He wrote most of the psalms. David started something new. He taught them, we're going to talk about the goodness, the love, the faithfulness of God. And what we're going to do, y'all, we're going to chant it and we're going to sing it so that, so that every day you got something to lift you up throughout the day. The Psalms with their, with their hymn book, 
It was chant. Yes, they would walk toward Jerusalem chanting it. They learned it from little kids. Yes, it was so in them that what happened is that whenever they had any struggle, the word came up. The song came up. If they had any doubt, a song would come up and say, his loving kindness is better than life itself. The Lord is my refuge. The Lord is my strong tower. Whom shall I fear? The Lord is the strength of my life. Of whom shall I be afraid? When you face situation, it ought to be that words from the Bible. Stand up against your situation and you are encouraged. But let's watch this, watch this, watch this, watch this. He says, we believe, he says, we believe so I speak. Look what he says. He says, we believe, therefore, I speak. I take what he says, and though he hasn't done it yet, I still speak it, because I believe it. I don't have to wait till it happens. I act like it's already happened, because I believe it, so I'm speaking it. Let me prove it to you. Let's go on. So we believe, we also believe, therefore we speak. But what are you speaking? We're speaking the word of God. Next verse, take it up. Oh, you don't have that part? I got that part. Okay, this is what it says. It says, it says, and, and what we believe is that one who raised Jesus up, the master Jesus, will just as certainly raise us up with you alive. Every detail works to your advantage. To God's glory, more and more grace, more and more people, more and more praise. Let me explain what he's saying here. He's saying, we are already believing in the resurrection. We're telling you about the resurrection that death can't hold us. Because we got the promise that death can't hold us. And as Jesus got up, we're going to get up. Now, wait a minute. Think with me. Paul is talking about we believe in the Z of the problem, alphabets. The Z of the problem. We are already, we're already speaking it. We already believe it. But my thing is this. If Paul is standing at A, and he's talking about Z, then don't we got A, B, C, D, E, F, G? And the rest of the promises in the Bible? Okay, y'all didn't get it. Let me speak to this side. If Paul says we're speaking the end and believing the end, then don't we have everything in the in-between now? And the end, so I can take every promise that he has spoken to me and trust that he's 
going to do it and start praising him before he does it. Because I have what he says. Because I believe what he said. So since I believe, I speak it too. Y'all with me? When the last time you stood on some promises? When the last time you standing on what he said? And instead of begging for it, you already praising him for it. When the last time you spoke his word back to him, then said, hallelujah, hallelujah, that's my Lord. When the last time you said, I am who he says I am, because he says that I am. When the last time you walked into a situation and said, I'm a blessing. And if you walk with me, you're going to get blessed too. We got to change our mindset. We got to change and speak the word to ourselves, about ourselves, and about our God. There's no way David in himself thought he could beat Goliath. But he had a faith perspective. Turn with me. Psalms 27. I'm going to go to verse 13. Out of the Amplified. Now watch how it says this. What would have became of me if I had not believed? You know what he's saying? My situation was so rough that if I had not believed, in spite of what I was going through, I would have lost my mind. Am I talking to somebody here? Listen. In the midst of him not doing anything yet, I made up my mind that I have an expectation on the table. Haven't seen no change yet. In the midst of my trouble, I still have an expectation. You won't hear me talking about my trouble, but you hear me talking about my God. Because my God is bigger than my children. Look what David said. He said, if I had not set my sights at the end of my trouble and what God was going to do for me, my trouble would have swallowed me up. Yes, sir. But because in the midst of that darkness, I kept a ray of light in my mind. I kept speaking that I had an expectation. I'm not talking about in heaven. I'm talking about in the land of the living. Trouble going to hit you, but you don't give up your hope. I got a hope and an expectation on the table. I don't know when, 
I don't know how, but I know who. And as long as I know who, I know a change gonna happen sooner or later. So I'm not gonna wait to shout. I'm gonna shout now. Is there anybody that needs a shout right now? Sometimes our deliverance is in our shout. Our, our, our change is in our shot. Because how's wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. God is not a man that he should lie. This concept was hard for me to understand. But David taught me this. I will read the story of David because I love the character of David. I love that he's so real. David isn't perfect. David messes up. I can identify with David. But David loved him some God. <laughs> David chased him some God. But David wasn't perfect when he saw Bathsheba. Oh, shut your mouth. You're right, he shut his mouth, didn't he? <laughs> he took his eyes off of God. And he began to act in the flesh. When God comes back to him, God says, David, why did you despise me? I said, wait a minute, Lord. No, Lord, he, he despised your word. God said, no. He despised me. Lord, how did he despise you? He went against your word. He says, I am my word. When you see my word, is me expressing who I am in my word. And when you are disobedient to my word, you disobedient. He, he said, David, you looked at me because I confronted you and my word rose up in you and told you was wrong. And you saw my glory and turned. Oh, yeah. When we, on purpose, intentionally disobey God's word, we have just turned. You see, because watch this. God is saying, I have already been so good to you that you ought to know I can't lie to you. So when you don't wait on me and do what you want to do, you turn your back on me. It's like your child who's been good with to tells you, I don't trust you, mama. I don't trust you, daddy. But what about all that we, 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 we bought your food, your clothes, the car you driving? You know, yeah. And now, and now you're saying that you don't love me and don't trust me. Listen, if, if that hurt for a child to do that, then how much more God being a perfect father? Yeah. 
Because that's what it is. So, so faith nailed down is trusting God, his character, and his word. Lord, I trust you. I trust who you are. So help me to do my part. And I know you're going to do your part. Listen to David. He's saying this in the storm, y'all. He's not saying this in, 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 the, in the palace. He's saying this in the desert. He's saying, I, got, I, I, I believe to see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. You know what he's saying? God's not through blessing me. You know what he's saying? It's not over till God says it's over. You know what he's saying? I'm going to keep trusting in the Lord. Keep on watching me. Watch God raise me. Know what he's saying? I'm the head and not the tail. You know what he's saying? I'm more than a conqueror. You know what he's saying? I'm victorious. You know what he's saying? I'm blessed and highly favored. You may not see it right now, but keep on watching me. When I am tested, I will come out as pure gold. David is professing in the midst of his storm. He has an expectation. Waiting may be the hardest thing to do. Do I have any witnesses in the house? Is there anybody waiting on your change to come? Waiting on God to make a move? God will put you in a circumstance that nobody can get you out but him. Does everybody know what I'm talking about? You done tried A to Z, and A through Z don't work. You finally have decided you're going to wait till your change come. And you are using the word to encourage yourself. You got to say, Lord, I know you love me. Lord, I know you for me. I don't know when you're going to change my situation, but until... You change it. I ain't going nowhere. I'm going to stay right here. You're my lily in the valley. You're my bright and morning star. You're my everything. You're my praise in the morning and my thank you at night. I have made up my mind. I'm going to trust you. I may die trusting you, but I ain't going nowhere. I'm going to wait I'm going to wait. I got an expectation that God's going to come see about me. Wait and see. Wait and see. I'll shout right now. Wait and see. I'm not going to wait to shout. I'm going to shout. I'm going to shout. I'm going to shout. While I'm still in my trouble, I'm going to shout. My faith make me shout. My faith speaks. Faith speaks. 
Bass, bitch! Some of us think we're waiting on God. God may be waiting on you. God's waiting on us to open up our mouth and act like we believe him. Well, you know he's real. He don't have to do much more. You can go off of what he already done. Say, Lord, I know you good. Lord, I know you love me. Lord, I know you said you would never leave me. Lord, I never would have made it if it had not been for you on my side. So, Lord, I'm going to wait right here. I ain't going nowhere. Both can laugh at me. Both can talk about me. Both can criticize me. But I'm waiting on the Lord. And when the Lord comes see about you, can't nobody, can't nobody stop your blessing from coming. Is there anybody? Trust my Jesus. Is there anybody? Know that he's good. Is there anybody? Know that he's gonna make a way out of nowhere. Is there anybody who's standing on the promises? He died for you.